The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Welcome to Mind Pump. This is the sometimes fitness show that your mama likes. The all the time sexy show. Oh, sometimes fitness. All, all the, the time, time sexy. All the time, all the time sexy. sexy. Uh, we need to register that, Doug. Make sure you go that uh, put that on GoDaddy. <laughs> Somebody already has it, dude. Hey, uh, GoDaddy was. You know what? Names. Do you remember when GoDaddy first came out? Like they're the way they marketed. They of were, course, brilliant, right? That was right brilliant, up, right up there with Axe. Axe was like brilliant. anybody even cared about getting a domain, but they made it sexy. Yeah, what? Yeah. yeah. You know what? We need a commercial like that. We need a commercial like that for our show. I would yeah. love to do that. Just yeah. a random yeah. chick just, shows just up, random, yeah, gets naked, roller skating, mind pump, yeah, on the bottom. I like it. Has I to like be roller skating. Hey, so uh, who are you here with? Dude? I'm here. Who am I here with? Yeah. Who are you here? I'm, uh, <laughs> this is Sal DeStefano. I'm here with Adam Schaefer, <laughs> Justin Andrews, yeah. and the great Doug Eggy. The Doug. Oh, yeah. He's got a new mic. Doug, Doug the Spinner. I have to admit, Can we say that the Doug the Spinner. He's, Doug the, the, spinner. he's the Spinner from now on. <laughs> that last episode. Uh, you know, I like these couches, guys. Oh, this that is we're amazing. On. Yeah, we got. Well, these. Let's talk about how awesome this is now. Yeah, we got couches and we have uh, a picture behind me. Well, can we say that we were on <laughs> we were on fold out chairs in a, in a rickety rickety table before? Now we got these custom mics that we don't have to use our hands. We can yeah. sit back and yeah. fuck. I may fall asleep. I'm making fellatio. If Sal doesn't speak. come up with a good to- if Sal doesn't <laughs> <laughs> come- <laughs> if Sal doesn't come up with a good topic, I will fall asleep in this chair. I know. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you look comfortable. I am yeah. freaking He's got a little back support yeah. right here. Super comfortable. Right no, here. no. So I, I got stuff. a. I got a. I got a fun question for you guys. What would you guys be doing if you weren't in fitness? Or better yet, let's let's all guess what the other guy would be doing. Oh if they yes, weren't in fitness. that's a better. You know what I'm idea. saying? Yeah. Like because because what instantly comes to my mind when I when as soon as I said that the first thing that popped into my head mm-hmm. was Adam would be a stripper. <laughs> right, right away, it just popped right in my head. That is obvious. And that, yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. totally would be a stripper. Yeah, like yeah. what Chippendale or like the Thunder. He'd be yeah, kind of the Thunder. Yeah, the right, Thunder, right? the Vegas guys? Thunder guy, the yeah, Vegas yeah, yeah, guy, yeah. the Thunder from down under. You'd oh, all of a sudden you know have an accent and. But he sucks at dancing, though. I forgot oh, about that. Oh, that's right. He was trying to work on that, but very he's too embarrassed. Very yeah. good point. Very good point. You still do it, though. Very good point. What do you think, Justin? You think the same thing, too, about me? Uh, yeah. That's a consensus, right? Stripper? Jesus. Well, guys. no. I don't know. Maybe... Yeah, so you're not you're not real handy with with you know, tools and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I so do. I can't really carpentry. place you in a trade or anything. Yeah, carpentry is not it for no, sure. Okay, right I feel like you'd be some kind of like I don't know, not a motivational guy, but like a demotivation. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you could coach guys on how to like get chicks. Like, I think is that a job? Calling no, that. You know what? Yeah. You, you got that wrong, dude. No? No, because Adam, let me tell you something about Adam's skills getting women. When you look like Adam, you oh, have, know, you don't yeah, need yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. skill. This is ridiculous. Yeah, but can that's we, like... He's always just, giving advice on how to like get That's like the chicks. millionaire saying, hey, here's my formula that I got, you know, I became a millionaire. Yeah, yeah. It's like... It, I won the lottery. It's irrelevant. Yeah. 
But the fact that he's already there, right? Listen, I've gone out with Adam. He doesn't need skills. To no, pick I, I have two, bro. Whoa, whoa, yeah, we whoa. We were there. Let me, yeah. wait, hold on. Let me defend myself. <laughs> Let me tell both you nothing. You know what we're going to do? We're going to make him ugly. Let's like like put makeup on him, fuck him yes. up, make him wear some shitty ass clothes. Right. Give him like a fake fat body. I will still show and you. Then, I will and then show I you. you I will show you mad game still. When oh, I was a kid, bro, okay. when I was growing up. I was okay. First of all, I was in high school. I was a buck forty-five at six foot three. I had both my front teeth were crooked and turned in, and I drove a piece of shit brown Toyota Camry that had the busted out taillights. Like my life story. It right smelled here. like it's the. With my mom left the windows down over the winter, and they and it get, got all the rain in. And, and you so, were and you were a virgin till what? Until uh, twenty. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I rest my case. By choice, bro. <laughs> yeah, right. By choice, dude. I signed a purity card. I was committed. Uh, I was committed. So. I, and at that point, bro, let me tell you something right now. I, it, you know what that does? It builds character, bro. I had yeah. to learn how to talk to girls. I had to learn how to talk right. to people. Period. I did not. I was I was broke, so I was poor. I didn't have money. I didn't look the part. I in a, I was an athlete, but I wasn't like the athlete. I wasn't the quarterback. Yeah. I wasn't the star quarterback. I wasn't the star point guard. You know, I busted my ass for any sort of starting minutes that I had in any sport that I played. I wasn't like I wasn't gifted shit. My mom wasn't. My family wasn't tied into the school and like that. So and you know, I was a popular kid. So, so I. That's how you so learned. You built your way up. I built my yeah. character, and then I built my physique. It took fucking thirty years, bro. That's that's how you became the poon whisperer. <laughs> Is that how you developed those skills? Uh, I feel like we could have a game. The we poon could have whisperer. A, I feel like we could have a show. Is remember that, that a domain we can grab? Remember that Australian guy that would go sneak up on animals and shit? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 I feel yeah, like yeah. Adam could do that. The one that got killed? But I feel like Adam yeah. could do that, but he'd be like the poon whisperer. Like he'd yeah. sneak up and. Oh, crikey. Yeah, oh. <laughs> look, look at, at this one. one right there. Oh, look at the glutes on this Man, one. you guys suck, dude. <laughs> I, I can't get like a CEO of like a big company or something cool. Like, I Yeah, get, I mean, like, that's, too, that's too, you know, easy. You'd be a stripper. Yeah. I know. <laughs> He's just taking it down <laughs> to that. Yeah, man. Come on, yeah, man. man. We could give him a fair evaluation. What's like, okay, give him something, you know, fair. Something fair, yeah. Well, why you guys think it's something fair? I will, I will, def- I will, I will tell you that. Okay, so I am, I do have the personality that um, I, I don't, I don't believe in allowing myself to go broke enough to where I'd have to get onto welfare. So I would strip before that. I guarantee I would do that. I have, the, I would. Uh, there's a lot of things I would do before. Now, it's definitely not in my. It, it's towards the bottom of my list of things that I would ever do. But if I if I was looking at, like, I got one. If if I'm looking to pay rent and I'm starving and I'm like, what do I do? This isn't working out for me. I'm not yeah. handy. Yeah, you, I'm not this. I'm not smart. Feel, I'm not this. Yeah. I get. Let me figure it out. Well, fuck it. I'll. If I'll, I'll I got. I put my physique together. I'll learn how to dance. I'll, I'll make a few bucks stripping. Yeah. I would do that. Yeah, I would. Not? I would. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Why not? Let, let's. Uh, what about Justin? What do you think Justin would? Oh, Oh, we're sticking this. But no, order. wait, let me no, I'll give you something else. Thank you, Justin. I, I think yeah. <laughs> Fucking no, dick. I, let's <laughs> not keep Sal. That. I think he would be like I can't uh, wait till I get to tell Sal's. Yeah, exactly. That's the reason why you, you gotta give him something decent. Because right? yeah, yeah, yeah. my turn's coming around to get you. <laughs> I think I think he could be like a fashion mogul. Yeah. You know? I think I think you got this like eye for I don't know if it's because I remember you telling me this, like there's this formula that you actually have like a inside, you know, cousin or somebody that's giving you kind of the latest trends and then you oh, know, he's okay. rocking the shoes and like he, you do a lot of research that's non business specific. Uh, towards fashion, I think that that you know could have been a calling for you. I, you are quite fashionable. I, yeah, I do like fashion. I'm, I like that stuff. You Which are. is also going back to the last episode about being gay. I would have been really good at that too. Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. you would have been really good at being gay. Yeah, yeah. you would have. It would have been excellent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Which, by the way, so true. I was thinking for Sal. I, you know, he just uh, <laughs> Sal. He, oh, here we go. You yes. look a lot like my uncle, and my uncle was a bus driver. <laughs> he looks like he would be. He's a bus driver. He looks like he looks like he would be the fun, the funny bus driver who's just so friendly. Everybody comes in. He opens the door. He has a joke or a story to tell them <laughs> this, about everything. This is purely but, you purely said like, that to get back. At <laughs> oh, no, oh I didn't. God. A bus driver. A bus driver. You be. You know why? No, no, I get, no. I get he, lost. He'd be a museum curator. Oh, that's more realistic. That's what I. I feel like. Like he would just be describing the shit out of like everything, <laughs> you know. You're walking around. He's got like insider information about you know the this you know era and this one and well, I would say mammoths. I, yeah, I definitely. Th- I mean, he has the the politician side to him, which I don't. I don't believe that's out of his future. I think he, he's just young right now for that. I think, and I think in the next 10, 15 years, that's a very good. Yeah, possible. that's obvious. Bro, don't don't say he's it. got a mouthpiece. I would sure. get shot. That's one hundred percent. I would get. I would never get elected. Well, you would have to be like Ventura, Jesse Ventura, or yeah, somebody. I would piss. Yeah. Way it's too up many there and it's like, yeah. I'm out. No, yeah. I'd, I'd piss way too many people off doing that. Museum curators, actually, that sounds kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. I, can I can see you doing that yeah. for real. I can actually see him even being like a, a, a college professor in a subject that he likes. I could see you uh, see teaching a class. I mean, Mr. You know, Philanthropy over here and wants to help and teach and educate. I could see you choosing a subject that you truly are passionate and you love to teach. Like, you know, I, and like poli sci, I could see you being a, oh, yeah. a college professor yeah. and, and getting into that and, and, uh, uh, doing that, I could definitely see that. Definitely, yeah. Uh, no, that's actually what I would. That's actually probably what I would want to do if it wasn't for fitness. Boom, some kind of teaching. See, at least I see. I threw out what I thought was real and true, and you actually agree with it. You guys fucking threw shit. Listen, I'm just having fun, bro. <laughs> I, I'm just having fun with it's it. Okay, I'll be the butt of this joke. It's yeah. all good. No, we're gonna we're gonna go uh, back. No, uh, we'll go back around. I'll I'll, I'll say I'm more accurate. You're so much around. more but, than that. But we gotta right. start. We gotta go to Justin now. We gotta say uh, what he would. Yeah, uh, like, this will be interesting. Bouncer. Bouncer, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, you'd, you'd be a bouncer at like a really, really high end, like the head bouncer, a really high end Vegas nightclub. Wow, you know what I'm saying? I could picture Justin aspirations there. I could, I could, I could picture Justin working for like, uh, like a company like Disney. And creating, uh, yeah, like creating, like see, uh, Adam knows me better than you. Yeah, I think. And, and and creating like uh, <laughs> characters and like like creating stuff. Like he's 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 got a very creative being de- an imagineer. Yes, very. He's, ima- he has very. Is that what they call him? He's an very imagineer. Very yeah. imaginative. So he's yes. very imaginative. He's very creative, and he, and it, it pays a lot of attention to detail. And I think he has, and he has that vision side to him too. So you know, I, that's something to me that I've. I just don't have any bit of that, and when I see someone who has that, I think that's really fascinating because I don't have that ability to. Uh, I have, I'm, I'm visionary, like in business and things like that. I can see that, but uh, not with like the the artsy creative side. Like I feel like he can see that with characters and things like that. So you know, and Disney's a very a very cool company. So I can see him obviously in, in a higher position. I want be, that job already. Right? See, you're mentioning. Boom! Yeah. Bam! Bam! I'm I'm two for two right that's, now. That's right Whoa. on point. Well, you're, you're getting serious. I mean, we could get serious. Well, here. dude, it's okay to be like nice, dude. dude. Always. God, <laughs> jerks are cool over here. Oh no, okay. So let's, yeah, let's be, be nice, Dad. Give, let's be give nice. Him one. Let's be straight. Give him one. We'll be nice. I could definitely see. Well, uh, as an entrepreneur, you're, you're you know, you would be in some kind of entrepreneur business, um, which you already are. So that's kind of yeah. not fair to say. But you know, I would say some kind of. Even investments, I could even see you doing investments. Okay, there you like go. Like a right. financial a advisor. I love, I love money. I, love I could see you being a financial Good with advisor. Numbers. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. But see, that's not as fun as a stripper. Yeah, it's not as fun. You're yeah. right. I could see yeah. you dressing up like a financial advisor, showing up at a party, <laughs> taking your clothes off, getting paid. Stripper. Okay, so I'll I see him owning a sports team or something. Maybe. Ah, that's yeah. definitely one of my. Yeah. One, right? Can you see yeah. that? Yeah. I don't see that. Yeah. 
would yeah. love would love to do that. So okay, so on the real, if I wasn't doing this, what I would be doing, I'd probably be stripping. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I told you. I'm no, on just, it. Out of the park. Uh, I'm just kidding. No, if I if I if I wasn't doing this, gosh. You know, I don't think I could do anything where, you know, you guys both said something that was for sure. I would not, um, I don't know if I could go really, truly work for somebody again. You know, I, 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 I yeah, have screw that. Dude. It's well, tough, man. Once well, you've tasted the nectar. You yeah. Know I mean? You know, and, and, and honestly, freedom. One, freedom. An entrepreneurship is by that far bump, not yeah. for everybody. And everybody, uh, everybody, everybody in there, everybody says they want to be their own boss. You know, everybody, everybody says that. Everybody, everybody says that, but nobody wants to fucking do it. What did Ronnie Coleman say about lifting heavy weight? Everybody wants to be a bodybuilder, but nobody wants to lift no heavy ass weight. Yeah. It's the same shit when it comes to entrepreneur. That's right. You ask anybody about being your own boss, and like, oh, it's great. You get more freedom. You get to do more things. You get to, yeah, the reality is you got to bust your ass way more than if you work for someone else. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. And you got to be, you got to be okay with being a, a little clock puncher like that. You know, that's... I, I have a really hard time doing that, and I have we, I, and I feel like we all kind of are the same way. We all have a type A personality that it's it's tough, you know. It's and I and I find the the older I get, the more challenging it is for me, you know. So it's it's it would be I, I don't know if I could do anything where I went and worked for somebody. I'd have to create some sort of some sort of job for myself. You know what I did do for a little bit? I actually had a, a really good time doing this, and I wouldn't mind doing it again. I thought it was really cool. I I had vending machines. And uh, I, I I had soda machines that I used to fill, and and uh, you know what, I, I enjoyed doing it. I thought it was really I thought it was really cool. So you owned vending machines? Yeah, I had, I had some, really. Yeah, I had a few. I had now a, I've a few always wondered. I've always wondered. Is that a lucrative business? It can be. The key the key though, and the reason why I didn't continue to do it is what I it was something I just invested on the side. I had an opportunity first to buy one. Uh, how much do how much do they cost? Well, a brand new one could cost you anywhere from fifteen hundred to four thousand dollars if you bought a brand new one. But I actually got to use one for like five hundred bucks. That's why I did it because mm-hmm. it was a really nice Pepsi machine that was for five hundred bucks. And I thought, okay, this is cool. At that time, I had another business that was seeing a lot of traffic. I had a business that where I was seeing a hundred to three hundred people a day walking into my door. And I thought, okay, this is perfect. I can I can buy this machine. I can set it up. It's only four five hundred buck investment, and then I'll see what this can turn around. And you know, once uh, once I had it all set up and going you know it was and i was actually i wasn't even doing it the the ideal way right i was buying my 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 cans from uh costco and i was turning around flipping them for a little bit oh over. so you were doing it gangster style yeah totally so it was not it, it wasn't even fully legitimate when i first started doing it out doing it it was pretty much just to see if this is something that could be lucrative or that i could do and i was like wow this could if you had you know 20 30 of these things running and you know a little route that where you pick up pick up and refill because you needed to refill about once a week and uh, every time you refilled, you probably picked up about three hundred dollars or so from that machine, which was about a profit of a hundred and fifty bucks. So not huge money, but you know you got ten, twenty, thirty of those suckers running around in, in a high traffic area. It could be really, really lucrative. Interesting. Yeah. So and I, I just it was such an easy job. It was uh, it was. There's no overhead really. The machines are like they run themselves. Like I never really had a ma- no maintenance issues with them. I'm sure, obviously if I had fifty machines and I and I'd have some sort of maintenance to deal with it, but very low maintenance, very low overhead, very very little to deal with it. And I just love counting money. I love getting stacks of ones. So I used to keep all these ones. I literally had like thousands and thousands of dollars in one dollar bills, dude. <laughs> yeah, I think for like and then rain. the stripper uh, habit came, you know, shortly. <laughs> yeah, 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 but maybe that's what kicked it off, actually. Yeah, yeah. 
there you go. So here, did, here he comes, makes it rain. Yeah, that's, that was one of one of my favorite favorite little ventures that I did. I could get into that. I think people don't realize, like being an entrepreneur. Um, I mean, I left. Uh, you know, when I was in the fitness industry, I left uh, a position making six figures and made shit for like three years. Oh yeah. You yeah. know, it's it, it's um, you entrepreneurs. We tend to be a little crazy because right. if you analyze it, if you really look at it um, uh, from a numbers perspective, number one, the odds are you're going to fail. Those are the odds. Uh, number two, the odds are you're going to work twice as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got way more um, stress and you know shit riding on you because of maybe the money you've invested, the time. And besides the money and time, people don't realize you invest your heart right. into something. And when it doesn't succeed, or if, if it doesn't succeed, or even the thought of it not succeeding is far more devastating than working for someone else and being like, mm, I don't like this job. So um, it's a tough, it's a tough gig, but I think you're born. I don't know. Do you guys think you're born? Do you think entrepreneurs are born, or do you think that you can turn anyone into an entrepreneur? No, I, no, think, they're, I yeah, think they're born. Yeah, definitely. I think it's something that you, you understand about yourself later after you get out of the school system, mm-hmm. because I feel like there really is no structure there for somebody that has um, the ability to start thinking and crafting these own, their their own ideas and a way they're gonna you know, produce it. And I think that though, that's, that's sort of a way that it, it, it filters people, right? So there is no real manual. Like there's nothing that you can just plop into and be like, I'm an entrepreneur. Like you 100%, you know, dictate how everything is going to go, especially from the very beginning. So who you're going to meet, are you going to get a partnership? Uh, you know, what your company name is like, you know, what, what does this mean financially? Like, is it going to put you in a bind? Like, you know, what, what kind of forms are you going to need? Are you going to like do legal right away? You're not going to be, you know, worry about that, you know, later. Like there's just so many things to consider that like, there's no easy way to be like, Hey, this is going to work out, you know, 100% right away for you. No, that's, that's a good point because I've met a lot of people who've wanted to start businesses and they've paralyzed themselves with uh, preparation. Oh yeah, yeah. Paralysis like they, by analysis. Yeah, they just they plan everything out, and we got to make sure every risk is analyzed. And how do we do this? And, and every bit, I hate to say it because it's I sound kind of like an asshole, but every business I've ever started, uh, I kind of just jumped in and knew you know very little yeah. about what I was going to do. I mean, I know a lot about fitness, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean I know a lot about. Starting, well, that's what we all have in common. Right. I, mean, I, I could guarantee that each one of us has that. You well, know, that well, I, I think would, that's what determines an entrepreneur. Well, yeah. you, you said, <clears throat> I think Justin shared this, this quote before was the, uh, you know, the entrepreneur is the, the one who jumps out of the airplane and figures out how to uh, his, put his pair or build a parachute on the way down. Correct. The, the other way around is someone who, who has to have it all ready and prepared before they even go and they never jump, you know? So that's kind of the mentality I think all of us have. And I think you've got to have that. Many, many times have I met uh, master degrees in, in business and highly, highly educated uh, men and women that uh, when it comes to breaking down a P&L, writing a business plan, understanding all that are just in, very intelligent. But then applying that is the piece that most people really have a hard time with because it's it's that the work ethic it takes, it takes uh, the fear that you have to break yeah. through. Like, it, you know, there's that fear of failure. There's that rec- recognizing too that you're probably not going, like you said, how often did, uh, you know, do you make money right out the gate? 
states. Yeah. I, I don't know a business. Don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know a business one that I started where I was making tons of money right out the gate. Never. So, I mean, most all of them. I was yeah, struggling, never. not paying myself, watching myself go backwards. If anything, for the first part. And you know what? Uh, Lane Norton said it one time. It's one of my favorite things I've heard him say, which is, you know, a success is the battle of attrition. Mm. You know, I like and I, I know I like that a lot too. I just feel like that's uh, that's that's part of it is can you weather the storm? Can you fail then get back up again? Can you fail again then get back up again? Can you get punched in the face and keep going yeah. forward? Do you have endurance? Yeah, yeah. Do you, exactly. Do you have that ability to to not be detoured because uh, of all these things that are, that are going to happen? And if you if you you know most people don't they get, get discouraged really easy and then it's so much easier to go back and punch a clock and work for somebody else. So you know, yeah. I had this. Exa- I had a, I had a text conversation with one of my cousins because he was talking about wanting to venture out and do his own thing and he was asking me Sal how do you you know I have I have so much to lose he was telling me meanwhile he's a single kid has no you know doesn't have a family to support doesn't really have major obligations <laughs> so I'm telling him listen you actually have nothing to lose yeah and you know I told him I said basically the pain for for someone like myself or an entrepreneur the pain of not trying is more than the fear it's stronger than the fear of failing if I take a chance does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. So like, believe me, and you guys feel this too. Look, it's scary as fuck. It's scary to go off and, and you know take a big chance to abandon what you've been doing to try something new. It's that the fear of failure is there. You're human, but the fear of never trying, the the pain of never trying is far stronger because I'd rather sit back and say, "Damn, yeah, I tried and it didn't work." Well, yes. watching, versus thinking about like, "What if I, what, I you know, what if, what yeah, if I ever that, that would your, kill me?" Watching your idea unfold through someone else's oh, business. I hate that. Mm. Well, success resides on the other side of you know, it's well, just a fact. And the thing about ideas, you know, I I always just get frustrated talking to people who hold on to those ideas like it's ownership. You don't own any of your ideas. You didn't do shit about it. Yeah, right. <laughs> that idea becomes a collective really fast. Mm-hmm. Unless you move on it, you dedicate your life to it, you you put all your blood, sweat, and tears into it, you make moves on it. Maybe that's not your idea, but it leads to a better idea. You know, whatever the case, you put your balls on the table and you say, Hey, this is my idea. It, it takes Own it. it takes a certain level of confidence to know that no matter what happens, no matter how bad you fail. Uh, that you're going to be okay. That's part of it also. Like uh-huh. I know no matter what, if I swing the bat as hard as I can and I strike out, that I'm going to be able to do something else. I'm going to get on my feet and I'm going to be okay. It's not going to crush me to the point where I'm you know, I'm dead. Nothing will kill me unless I decide I'm dead. So let me ask you guys this, because I used to say this. When, uh, when I first started working in the fitness industry and I was 20, 22 years old at that range, and people used to ask me, you know, where do you see yourself in the next 10, 15 years? Like, what would you like to, what's your ideal job and what you'd be doing and stuff like that? And I said, you know, I'd like to be working for somewhere around minimum wage, like at a coffee shop. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, I'd, I'd like to be so financially successful that money is no longer an issue for me and I would deal. And then I'd like to do a job that is kind of mindless that I'm around people and I get to talk and, and do things like that. And I, like, I, yeah. I could totally be like a barista at a coffee, like a little hipster <laughs> coffee shop, and just, you know, or own a bar, like a, lo- like a local pub and stuff like that. And, but you know, bartend, manage it kind of be around, you know, but with, with no, and, and this is, it, I'm saying down the road, completely successful money is not an issue. You're not working this job for money. What would you be doing if it was, if it has to, it cannot be an entrepreneurship type of job. You're a clock puncher. You're working possibly for somebody else. Mm-hmm. What would you do? So, oh, that's a great question. Hmm. Um, oh, I'd be like a fishing guide or something like that. Something cool or I'm outdoors and, you know, 
Oh, that'd be kind of cool. You know, right? like it, like a, uh, that. You know, my my uncle does did did this in Hawaii where he just uh, rented out the scuba gear. You know, on the oh, beach, yeah. on a beach in Hawaii, you like rent the scuba gear all day, set people up all day. That like, sounds awesome, right? Sweet. Like a job like that. that. Sounds, I think I, I would probably be a teacher. I would I would be a teacher. Wow, that's way too much stress. No, you know I, I enjoy um, I enjoy talking and I enjoy telling people. <laughs> you know, uh, you, you know I like I enjoy s- spreading ideas. Um, I really enjoy motivating people, and I feel like uh, and I love working with kids. And I don't mean young kids; I mean like teenagers. You know, I like motivating and, and uh, teenagers and helping them. You know, become more motivated themselves and yeah. inspired. And um, there's certain subjects I'm very passionate about, so I would I would I would enjoy sharing that passion with with kids. So I I probably would. I've actually volunteered and taught um, uh, junior high kids, and it was definitely exhausting, but it was an absolute blast. Okay, well, I loved it. Well, what about what about like? I mean, we never really answered for ourselves what our actual career would have been. Uh, We kind of tried to answer for each other. So yeah, what would you what would you do? Um, For me, I was thinking anything to do with the creation of video game or movie. Right, movie script, writing that, and oh, cool! I'm just super, super like, I, I just have all these uh, stories in my head. That so play Disney, out, Disney would know? be the perfect job. Bro. Yeah, yeah, you nailed it with that. I'm, but you know, just <clears throat> just to have that um, freedom to keep expressing myself, you know, creatively and also music. So it, it is kind of like, you know, I could go in, in multiple directions, but I could end up in a sense sort of coming up with my own movie with my own you know soundtrack you know all that kind of stuff in house I got a great I got a good question what would be the job you would be worst at like what would be the absolute last you know type of job that you could that you could do knowing yourself a server Ugh. I'd probably be a pretty bad server would you a tax accountant Oh, I would murder myself. Yeah, yeah, I'm probably you're, that's a good one. A, a, accountant would be up there too because I just I don't do like spreadsheets and especially oh other God. people's numbers. Like, oh yeah, I don't like it. doing my own, much less. No, I'm the guy. I'm the guy who keeps a certain <clears throat> a certain amount in his bank account and doesn't pay attention, dude. I keep it high enough to where it could go up or down quite a bit, quite a bit. <laughs> I have no, literally, this happened to me today. My girls, my my girl runs all my bills and stuff like that, right? And she, so I just uh, paid the insurance for the the Camaro for the year, and uh, she goes, um, uh, she goes, hey, I'm doing all the the file, this and that, and she's having a, it's, it's a pain in the ass there because you have to have pictures of everything and because it's the the appraisal value and all this shit, right? So it's a headache to deal. And uh, I had shut it off when it was getting worked on, so I'm firing it back up. And like a month and a half ago, when I went and picked it up, I got you know the temporary insurance put on right away. I paid for the whole year up front, ran, put it, told, you know, gave them my card number, and they ran it. And I was like, all right, cool. So I hadn't done anything on it in a while, and I said, hey, did you happen to look in and make sure my insurance thing is going? I've got anything in the mail lately. So she followed up. She's doing all this stuff, and then she hits me up today, and she's like. Uh, they didn't. They didn't run your card. I'm like, no, no, they did. I gave them. I gave them this one. And you're, you know, you're talking about like a couple grand. <laughs> I don't even know that's. Oh, <laughs> I man, was like, I, oh, that sucks. There's nothing worse than ugh. thinking that someone already charged a couple thousand dollars. Dude, I, I hate paperwork Yikes. shit. I hate paperwork stuff. Yeah. It was to the point, man, when I would manage gyms. It was like I didn't even know how the hell I managed half of these gyms. It was like pure energy, enthusiasm, and leadership. I had zero like planner, <laughs> my paper. I was like, oh, I needed like an assistant just to do that all for me because I wanted to go out and just make it happen. Let, Hated that. Let yeah. me share a story that I think is one of the most powerful moments I ever had in, in uh, my career in fitness. Uh, I had the exact same way, and I, I was just like you, very young. I was managing already in my early young twenties, and I had a buddy of mine, and. You know, I had I my boss had came in. We just came off having a great month. You know, we hit a hundred and something percent of goal, whatever. 
and my boss comes in and I'm excited that my boss is coming because I think he's going to come over and tell me what a great job I did. And he comes in to just tear me apart on all my fucking paperwork, dude. Just, it's a mess. I'm unorganized. I'm not running the three tier thing I'm supposed to. I'm not auditing these papers. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. And I'm just like totally discouraged. And then I hear it is in the middle. It's like five o'clock prime time at night. I'm, and I'm sitting on my desk and I'm like getting all organized and just like spending hours in my desk. My buddy, Crapping yourself out. Just yeah, getting crapped out. Yeah, right. Crap, yeah. My, my buddy walks over and he, and he, and he stops. He goes, he goes walking by and he stops in his tracks to look at me. He goes, what the fuck are you doing on your desk right now? I said, oh, man. Nagoya came in and he got me on top of me for this and that. And he's telling me I need to work on this. And I didn't do that. And he sits down for a second. And he goes, you don't listen to him. You listen to me. And I go, bro, that's my boss. He's like, listen, you're in this position at this young of an age for a reason. You're very good at what you do. He said, I don't want you spending time focusing on the things that you're not good at. I want you to focus on the things you're already good at and be great. He goes, you'll be so much more successful if you do that. And it was like this light bulb went off. Yeah. It was like the best advice I ever got in my life. And it's like the first thing I ever teach somebody. It's freeing with. too, man. It's very freeing because it's like, wow, really? You mean I ain't gotta, I don't have to do He's like, listen, if you continue to get better and better what you're already good at, you, people aren't going to pay attention to shit like that. Well, you can hire someone to do your Well, shit. exactly. Absolutely. That's it, the, it, where the whole outsourcing is. It, it's such a beautiful thing. And it, you know what? It's It was the, some of the best advice I ever got at a young age, and I continue to teach that, and I can't I can't stress that enough to somebody right now. If you got a boss hanging over your head telling you to work on all the shit that you're terrible at, and you know you have strengths and things like that, work on your strengths. Be great at them. You know what's funny? That is the advice that people are giving now to, uh, to reform education. Education, because the whole education model is based upon hmm. teaching kids this well-rounded, you know, everybody needs to learn everything shit. Whereas in reality, what you should do is look at the child's strength and yes. develop the hell out of that. Because let's look at all the jobs in the world. Let's look at all the big careers in the world. Right. You're specialized in something. Oh, oh. you know, it, whatever you do, you're not well-rounded and know everything. Yeah, even even more so these days. Absolutely. So, so that's actually that's actually the future of how people are going to be taught and trained. Yeah. is get focus on your strengths, become great at those, and the things that you fucking hate, which you'll probably never be good at anyway. Somebody you, will be good at those. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Them do that because then you end up spending all this time on this and at best you're going to be mediocre at it right if, right. It's your sh if you're shitty at it already and you hate doing it even if you plug away and plug away yeah you can make improvements absolutely you can make improvements but you'll just go from shitty to less shitty yeah. you're never going to be great at it. it's not your strength it's not what you're good at focus on what you're good at be fucking great wow great great advice to our listeners coming there from is. we got it from the stripper the bus driver <laughs> the and the bouncer <laughs> thank you for listening to mind pump for more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump.